A diamond. You know, they say a diamond is a woman's best friend. Well, here on the Y'all Show, we're going to give you a diamond today, as this is our 75th episode of the Y'all Show. Talk with a southern accent. And in addition to having such a great, sparkling 75th show, well, we're still on the road in Oxford, Mississippi. Hello there. Welcome into this Friday edition with your host, John Rawl, as we broadcast from North Mississippi. And we are at the Hampton Inn Oxford Conference Center at 103 Ed Perry Boulevard in Oxford, Mississippi. And our great host here, Charter Road Hospitality. And they have several properties in the Oxford area. And we're very proud to call this location our home while we're on this journey to Oxford and you can book your next stay in Oxford. Don't encourage you to come on a game day to stay here. They're pretty booked up when they have football games for the Landshark Rebel Black Bear team that has played here football. That team playing in Baton Rouge this weekend. So maybe you can get a room last minute here in Oxford, Mississippi. But you can call 662-234-5565 and set up your next trip to the literary capital of the South, Oxford, Mississippi, and check out the Hampton Inn Oxford Conference Center. I've stayed here many times before, and I'm personal friends with the owner, and the whole staff here will take care of you. And if they don't have room at this particular location, the same company owns four other properties in Oxford. So keep that in mind, Hampton Inn Conference Center, and the number 662-234-5565. Hope your day is going well as we close down this week of y'all, we're going to have a lot of good stuff coming your way. In the next segment, we'll do our focus on college football. Yes, in addition to the team that lives in Oxford going on the road to LSU, we'll feature that game as well as all of the other key games across the country on General Gridiron. That is coming up in the next segment. You don't want to miss what the General's got pulled and what he's going to be telling you about spotlighting on this week's show. It's going to be a lot of fun going down and hearing what the general has to say. He got a little bit better last week. Two weeks ago, he got assaulted in a very bad way on the battlefield of picking football games. Too many teams that should have won didn't, and teams that he had no idea would would lose. And I'm actually now thinking about it. It could have been more like three weeks ago. Eh, Two, three. The the weekend that Kentucky beat Florida, who, who saw that one coming? Hardly anyone in the general had a rough go of it that particular week. But this week, Kentucky's got South Carolina coming to Kroger Field in Lexington, and the general will talk about that and so much more in our in this hour here of the Y'all Show. And as we wrap up our one of today's Y'all Show, we're going to do our Friday Rewind, where we pull a portion of a show from this past week. And on Tuesday, we had a wonderful guest come on the program, Mary Beth McClellan, she is a producer of the TV show State Plate, which airs on INSP. And Taylor Hicks, the former American Idol winner, is the host of State Plate. They go all over the country featuring the cuisine of different states. They've got around nine states featured in season three, which actually debuted this week on INSP. And she'll come on and tell us about the new season And she'll give us a hint of what you're going to find in the five states from the South that are featured 
in season three of state play. Those five states are South Carolina, West Virginia, Virginia, Arkansas, and the great state of Tennessee, all five on this new season. And she's going to kind of go through some of the places that were featured when those states come up. South Carolina is featured this week alongside Hawaii. Now, we're not claiming Hawaii as a southern state, but if you tune in to INSP this week at different airings that they have of these shows, you'll probably see the South Carolina episode. You may see the Hawaiian episode, and it'll be a lot of fun for you to see this great food, foodie-type show, but they mix in history, too, and, again, got that celebrity connection with Taylor Hicks, so you know you're going to hear some music along the way. And that's coming up later this hour as we rewind back to Tuesday when Mary Beth McClellan, producer of State Plate, was our very special guest here on the Y'all Show. When we get into Hour 2 today, we'll start it off with our Friday Mantage where we have our Free For Y'all. Great songs coming from David Lee Murphy. And we also have Roseanne Cash music coming your way. Not only are we going to play maybe the signature song for Roseanne, that she had, I would say this is kind of what put her on the map, 1981's Seven Year Eight. We'll play that. We'll tell you a little bit about her history, and she has a brand new album coming out in November. First album from Roseanne Cash in about five years. And we're going to play you just a little snippet of it here on the Y'all Show to give you an idea of what she's been doing in the studio. But she is still going and, and still cranking out good music. Roseanne Cash, daughter of Johnny. And that'll be coming up in hour two. And speaking of children, I'll have my son, Knowlton, join me as he lives in Oxford. And since we're on the road here this week, I've asked him to come help me out at the start of hour two. And our Friday free for y'all, you might just hear the two of us singing along to some David Lee Murphy music if you're lucky. And I say that with fingers crossed. I don't think either one of us are going to go to Nashville to try to be singers. But hey, we have fun with that. And the reason we sing along is we want you to sing along. We want you to roll that window down on a Friday and enjoy the fact that you probably don't have to go back into work. And when we play our Friday free for y'all to start out hour two, it's all about the good vibes coming. So enjoy that later in today's show. We'll have hashtag hullabaloo. We've got some Supreme Court maybe related stuff to pass along as that's been the big news nationally this week in hashtag hullabaloo. And we'll close it out with the Look ahead at the weekend's brand new movies. We'll look at Major League Baseball as MLB's regular season concludes Sunday. And we've got a little bit better picture of the playoff teams going from both the National and American Leagues. And we'll give you an idea of what may still be out there to capture in this final weekend of Major League Baseball's regular season. And then postseason starts next week. We've got that. We've got NFL news and notes. There was a game last night in Los Angeles. The Rams prevailed. We'll tell you about that. We'll tell you who's on tap Sunday in the NFL. And also golf. They've got their season of touring for individual plays over with, but there's a big tournament, international tournament going on. And we'll give you an update on that before we get out of here this week. And we'll have from Dixie with love to shut it all down. And that's all today on the Y'all Show. And again, thank you for joining us. Our number is 803-816-1170. Encourage you to reach out to us anytime, 24-7, whether we're in a place like the Hampton Inn in Oxford, Mississippi, or we're just right down the street broadcasting in wherever you might be in the South, 
or we're in our normal bunker broadcasting great information about the South. We, we want to hear from you. That's the number to call or text 803-816-1170. And as mentioned, the big story coming from Thursday across the country was the Brett Kavanaugh hearings on Capitol Hill as the Senate Judiciary Committee welcomed in his accuser, Dr. Christine Blasey Ford, and she talked about potentially being sexually assaulted. She claims it was him back when they were in high school. And then you heard Judge Kavanaugh come out and defend himself from these accusations. Just a zany thing going on there. Did you happen to stumble in restaurants or businesses on Thursday and find people listening to this thing? I went into two or three places. One was like a bookstore that sold college textbooks, since I'm here in Oxford. Not the kind of place you would normally see C-SPAN on in the middle of the afternoon, but sure enough, they had the hearings going on. I went to a restaurant, and it was on in there, and my, my meal just doesn't taste quite as good when you're having talk about these kind of accusations on something as boring as C-SPAN, and I love C-SPAN, but I, I just was stunned at the interest, and sure enough, when I was getting ready to start the show today, I I saw where it was kind of a phenom Thursday of people watching this thing in their offices or at places in public, and people started cheering. People started cheering. It was kind of a spectacle. And I'm actually, let's take the positive here. Isn't it kind of good that people were disinterested in something that falls in the political realm of our country? You know, we can see where people might want to tune in for something as zany as the OJ trial, as a lot of people tuned in for that verdict, and other celebrity type stuff. But this is about a Supreme Court justice being picked to be on the nation's highest court. And a lot of people were tuning in to get their own opinion. Well, one person out of many that I want to single out, because Lindsey Graham of South Carolina, the U.S. Senator from the Palmetto State, He's been someone that you either love him or you hate him. And there's a lot of conservatives, there's a lot of Republicans that really don't like the guy. And I, I kind of fall in that category. I, I generally don't like him. I know he's probably a really good guy, but I, I still can't get over how he essentially abandoned South Carolina back when John McCain was running for president. He was nowhere around. He was always with John McCain. And this was for like two years. Anywhere you saw McCain go in the entire world, right there was Lindsey Graham. I don't know what their arrangement was, but it was not good for the citizens of South Carolina. So as a native Carolinian, I've always kind of had that against Lindsey Graham. Of course, he was a congressman back in the 90s when the Bill Clinton impeachment trial was going on. So people that want to go after those who impeached President Clinton, well, Lindsey Graham was... I think one of the main people leading that charge. So there's a lot of people that don't like him for that reason. But he's also been very, to his credit, he, he, he has an opinion. And he may be in some ways a warmonger, as I think he is. He's always got the plan to wipe out somebody. Not saying we should do it, but, but he's got the plan at least. And he's a former JAG. He was in the Gulf War back in the early 90s. So he, he's he's been deployed and he knows... I mean, that's what got him elected, frankly, was his experience serving in that 1991 conflict. But on Thursday, during this Kavanaugh hearing, man, 
I don't have the audio. I haven't actually seen or heard all of it in its entirety, but it was amazing, and I'm sure you can relate. You probably, if you got a phone or you were on social media, how many people just started saying, wow, that's the best thing I've ever heard anybody say? And Lindsey Graham, to his credit, he, 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 was, he had his finest hour, according to some, Thursday on Capitol Hill with the Kavanaugh hearings. Now, Lindsey Graham is on the Senate Judiciary Committee, but another U.S. Senator from the South is not, and that's Tom Cotton of Arkansas. Well, he may not be on the committee, but he is keeping a close eye on what's going on just down the hall. And he started live tweeting during the hearings and putting out statements on Twitter at Tom Cotton or AR. Things like Democrats and their media wing at Politico, New York Times, Washington Post, CNN, etc. spent two weeks slandering Judge Kavanaugh as a sex criminal, and now they say he shouldn't be angry. That's the fakest of fake news and why so much of media is dismissed by so many Americans. And he kept on sending out the live tweets throughout the day as both Christine Blasey Ford and Kavanaugh testified before this committee in Washington, D.C. Now, Cotton hasn't mentioned Ford by name in his tweets, but he instead focused on the politics of the situation, and we'll, we'll have to see how he votes if they do get a vote. I'm sure it will be in favor of Kavanaugh if this moves to the U.S. Senate floor as expected, but a lot of people weighing in on this hearing in Washington, D.C., and Tom Kavanaugh right there. As we said, he's not on that committee, but in on this U.S. Senate Judiciary Committee, which Chuck Grassley of Iowa chairs and Senator Dianne Feinstein of California is the ranking member, there are actually five Southerners on the committee, and all five are Republicans. The aforementioned Lindsey Graham of South Carolina is a member of the committee. He'll be voting up or down for what's going on with Kavanaugh. You have John Cornyn of Texas also on the committee. From Texas, you also have Ted Cruz. No surprise that he would be on this kind of committee. And then you have Senator Tom Tillis of the state of North Carolina. And finally, the outspoken Southern Senator John Kennedy from Louisiana, not the president, but the Louisiana senator, he makes up the fifth of the Southerners on the U.S. Senate Judiciary Committee. Democratic-wise, it's some of the most liberal ones out there with Kamala Harris of California, she's on there. Cory Booker of New Jersey, I think he's from Trenton, New Jersey. You have the Hawaiian senator. You got Blumenthal from Connecticut. And Coons and Klobuchar, Minnesota and Delaware, they aren't necessarily quite to the extreme, in my opinion, as those others I may have said. But you've got uh, Patrick Leahy of Vermont on there. And again, I'm sorry, not Wi-Fi, DiFi, (laughs) Diane Feinstein as the ranking member, but the only Southerners are all on the other side of the aisle, and they will be deciding, and they may have already decided by the time we're getting to you here with today's show, depending on how you get our show, where Judge Kavanaugh's next step will be. But it was a big day on Capitol Hill Thursday as the senator went around and and asked questions of, of not only Kavanaugh, but the accuser and the whole country has an opinion, as they always do, on what's going on in D.C. Horrible news coming from the bluff city of Memphis 
as one of the leaders of that city was gunned down last night after attending an event. The president and CEO of the Greater Memphis Chamber of Commerce was killed, Phil Trenary. Now, Trenary really is a shining star. Prior to running the chamber in Memphis, he had been the president and CEO of Pinnacle Airlines, and he has just was always in the Memphis media. The governor of Tennessee, Governor Bill Haslam, the mayor of Memphis have all weighed in on the senseless killing of this leader in the city of Memphis, and Trenary took Pinnacle from $75 million in annual revenue to more than a billion dollars. And, you know, he was a seasoned guy. He'd been around the block a time or two, but really did a great job with the Memphis Chamber. And after attending an event last night on South Front Street, he was shot and killed. Trenary and his former wife have three children and one grandchild. Memphis police said the suspect is described as a black man with dreadlocks and was wearing a blue shirt and he was possibly driving a white four-door Ford F-150 pickup truck with an extended cab and antenna. And if you know anything about this case, Memphis encourages you to call Crime Stoppers at area code 901-528-CASH. The head of Pinnacle Airlines who left there and ended up being the head of the Memphis Chamber of Commerce, Phil Trenary killed in a downtown Memphis shooting on Thursday night. Two people are dead in South Carolina after their plane, a mid-sized jet, ran off a runway and then split in two. This happened at the Greenville Downtown Airport, not at the GSP Major Airport, but kind of an executive airport in Greenville, South Carolina. And this plane ran off the edge of the runway, split in two, and then went into a fence at the edge of a road, and two people were killed on Thursday. It was a DeSalt Brigot Falcon 50 and registered out of Delaware to Global Aircraft Acquisitions. No word yet on the names. My guess is they were not from the Greenville area. They were flying back maybe to Delaware. That's just a guess here on the Y'all Show. Hurricane slash tropical storm Florence has now taken more lives as the death toll increases and 1,500 people in North Carolina are still in shelters. The North Carolina Emergency Operations Center said Thursday that an 85-year-old man from New Hanover County died on Tuesday after he contracted an infection and a wound he received while cleaning up storm debris on his property. The death toll now stands at 48 deaths in three states and 37 of the 48 deaths are from North Carolina. And again, flooding going on right now in South Carolina, Georgetown, right on the Atlantic coast, halfway between Myrtle Beach and Charleston, really seeing the brunt of a lot of flooding. And we certainly keep the folks in Georgetown County in our thoughts and prayers as they are kind of the last bastion of having to deal with Hurricane and Tropical Storm Florence this week. Nick Saban, head football coach at the University of Alabama, well, a lot of times he's accused of not necessarily being the, the nicest guy on the block. Well, how about this? In the middle of college football season, when his number one ranked Crimson Tide are under the gun, everybody's watching them, everybody's predicting them to, to win another natty. Well, the, the, the coach has actually taken time out to speak out about infant mortality 
in the state of Alabama. He released a public service message this week, and he said the loss of even one of these infants is a tragedy we can help prevent and join the winning team and become a champion for reducing infant mortality in Alabama, help all babies reach their first birthday. And he put this out in a statement for the Alabama Department of Public Health. 537 infants died in Alabama in the year 2016, resulting in 9.1 infant deaths per 1,000 live births. And that's one of the worst states in the country. In fact, Alabama has the second highest rate of infant mortality in the country. And that's why the head football coach of the state university decided to put out a message about infant mortality in Alabama. And we wish them well on that. And a very sad thing to see so many deaths, uh, infants in Alabama and, and across the country. If you tune in to Death Valley, Clemson, South Carolina, Saturday for the football game going on there, well, it won't be the coach alone. It'll be players as well showing their support for muscular dystrophy. The Syracuse Orange football team and the coaching staff are going to be wearing patches to support muscular dystrophy. Now, this could be done and, and duplicated by other teams across the country Saturday, but I only know right now of this team from Syracuse, New York, the the Syracuse Orangemen, or Orange as they're now called, getting out there promoting awareness of muscular dystrophy by wearing these logo patches on their uniform. Now, Syracuse comes to Clemson to take on the number three Tigers. Last year in Syracuse, Clemson was defeated by the Orange, and the only regular season loss Clemson had, they went down to Alabama, Nick Saban's team, in the Sugar Bowl last year and didn't make it to the national championship game. But they did make the playoff, but the only loss in the regular season came on a Friday night to Syracuse and Clemson looking for a little revenge here in 2018. And maybe General Gridiron in our next segment has that game circled as a, a game you should tune in and maybe watch on Saturday to see if Syracuse can pull off the big upset again of Clemson. In Nashville, an officer for the Metro Nashville Police Department was arrested yesterday, and he is now being charged for a criminal homicide. And this former Metro officer, Andrew Delk, was arrested for the homicide in connection with the July shooting of Daniel Hambrick. So a man in blue now going to jail and being charged with homicide and the death of a suspect. This happened back in July, and investigation is ongoing we're seeing more and more police officers charged with homicide, and that's the case coming from Middle Tennessee in this particular instance. The state of Texas executed a man this week for the 1998 slaying of his former roommate. As Troy Clark was put to death at the state's death row, he was 51 years old, and he became the 17th inmate put to death this year in the U.S. and the 9th given a lethal injection in the Lone Star State, the nation's busiest capital punishment state. Well, don't go to Florida if you're looking to have a good time at the beach, because if this is true, I couldn't believe this when I saw this headline. It appears a rattlesnake was on the beach of the panhandle of Florida, and as if swimming in Florida's beaches wasn't scary enough because of sharks, now you got to deal with a rattlesnake? As there's video of what looks like a diamondback rattlesnake swimming 
in the beach of Pensacola Beach, in the, in the water there at Pensacola Beach. So, yeah, as if swimming in the ocean wasn't scary enough, now you got to worry about what should be a freshwater snake in the salt water of Pensacola Beach. Ugh. Makes you, makes you wonder. Makes you makes you have to you got to watch where you step now even on the land when you go to the beach i knew there was a reason i didn't like to get on the on the sand at the beach and just sit there and get suntans all day long you know you got to watch for those diamondback rattlesnakes well this is the y'all show our 75th show thank you for tuning in when we come back, we're going to turn our attention to college football. We've got an update from the ACC. There was a game played last night, a conference game, actually. We'll tell you who won, and we'll take a look at the weekend's big games with General Gridiron. That's up next here on The Y'all Show. I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to GEICO. I've never felt more alive. Disclaimer, GEICO cannot guarantee you will feel more alive. You either possess functioning respiratory and circulatory systems, or you do not, or you are a zombie. If you are indeed a brain-starved zombie and you would like to save money on car insurance, the GEICO legal team applaud your excellent life choices, even in your shambling afterlife. But we strongly encourage you to visit GEICO.com or download the GEICO app. Please stay a minimum of 500 feet away from our large and presumably delicious, delicious brains. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Back into y'all talk with a southern accent with your host John Rawl as we're on location still in Oxford, Mississippi. Glad you could join us here on our Friday show as we close down the week. And now on the show we get to some college football news and then General Gridiron is queued up and coming at you in just a jiffy. Let's look at what happened last night. ACC action. You had North Carolina going to Miami. And they played the Hurricanes in Miami Gardens. Miami did not look like Miami, at least uniform-wise. They were decked out in black. I guess it was a blackout there. But they didn't black out when they faced off against the Heels, who've had a very bad season thus far. And Miami ended up getting a convincing win in ACC play in this divisional matchup going on between the Canes and the Heels. So Miami trying to still fix their problems they had they were defeated in week one to the hands of LSU but in a conference game Mark Rick's team getting it done in convincing form Thursday night some FCS action from Thursday night involving southern teams Presbyterian College got a win North Carolina A&T defeated South Carolina State tonight in college football action the Memphis Tigers hit the road they are playing the Tulane Green Wave tonight in the Big Easy. So that's what's going on college football schedule-wise. Now, news and notes that you may have missed from earlier in the week. Kelly Bryant's been the quarterback at Clemson. He did a great job leading the Tigers in 2017. Well, he's now transferring out of Clemson. That happened on Wednesday as Trevor Lawrence has come into Clemson as a true freshman. And Dabo Sweeney has given him the keys to the kingdom. And Kelly Bryant didn't like that. Felt like he had earned the right to still be the quarterback at Clemson. And because of the new redshirt rule in college football, Kelly Bryant no longer part of the Clemson football team. And now, really, the Tigers, they don't really have a good backup plan. You know who the third-string quarterback was for the Clemson Tigers? 
Hunter Renfro, that little short guy that caught the winning pass in their win against Alabama a few years ago for the national championship, he's a wide receiver. He is like third on the depth chart now. I guess he's number two. Great wide receiver. Don't know how he is as a football player, but he's he's likely to get some snaps if need be. But Bryant, and, and there's been other players who have taken advantage of this new rule in college football where you can leave after four games played or less than four games, you can pick your t- take your toys and run somewhere else. Now, I'm not mad at Kelly Bryant. I'm not a Clemson fan anyway, but look, the guy earned the right to be the quarterback. He, he's done a good job, and Dabo Sweeney went with the newer, nicer, shinier car, even though his old reliable workhorse hadn't done anything wrong. So I, I think Clemson fans probably feel some you know, pain. They feel the pain of Kelly Bryant. And selfishly, as a, a guy that doesn't like Clemson, but in a way to get back at him, wouldn't it be kind of funny to see Kelly Bryant go to a place like the South Carolina Gamecocks, if they would even take him and, and get on the, the the roster there and and come back and bite Clemson on the butt? That, that would be kind of funny. But that's going on in Clemson. Trevor Lawrence, it's his team now. The first black football letterman at the University of Texas has died this week. Julius Whittier died, and he played for the Longhorns back in the 1970s. His debut was in 1970. He died this week at the age of 68. No cause of death was given, but he'd been battling Alzheimer's disease. Julius Whittier, a Texas Longhorn, dying this week. Now, on the Y'all Show, as we do each Friday, we go into General Gridiron. Y'all morphs into the General. And the General's got the weekend's picks lined up. Let's go hear what the Field Marshal of Football Foretelling has to say. Welcome into the bunker of General Gridiron, Field Marshal of Football Forecasting. We're about to map out the way this college football weekend is going to go. Will your favorite team be marching to victory, or will the enemy be taking your battle flag? October's almost here. It's officially fall. It's still hot in most places, but football is really heating up. Week 5 is going to be a weekend to remember. So grab your helmet and man those battle stations. We're ready for another round of General Gridiron's football foretelling. Southern Miss at Auburn. The Golden Buzzards leave their Forest County Coop and soar to Jordan-Hare Stadium for a beating. I mean, a matchup against the Tigers. The driver of the Gus Bus has admitted that Albee's offense is a work in progress. So, the Plainsman just might want to take a little break to try and figure out some new plays. The Southern Mississippians just boiled Rice University. But that doesn't mean they're even close to cooking the SEC Kitty Cats. There'll be cheers for a soaring eagle Saturday, but it won't be for the golden variety. Old Seymour's going to have to sneak back to Hattiesburg wingless. The Generals, Victor, Auburn. BYU at Washington. The Cougs head to Husky Stadium to see if they can tack on another road W. The Storming Mormons are undefeated away from Provo, even taking Wisconsin down. But BYU hasn't proven to be up to the same defensive standard as Washington. The U-Dubbers will be barking up a storm in Seattle this Saturday night. The Generals, Victor, Washington. Florida and Mississippi State. Well, what do we have here? 
Two teams both favorited over Kentucky, and two teams who can now say the Wildcats are the real deal. Even better, Dan Mullen is likely to hear some nasty boos coming his way when he returns to his training grounds. The slobbering mutts have a stout defense, but just by a hair. The sunshine water lizards have Felipe Franks throwing, but State can run circles around UF. But dog trainer Joe Moorhead and company ain't going to be chomped on and spit out this week by another SEC East foe. The Generals, Victor, Mississippi State. Stanford at Notre Dame. The Cardinal are off the Notre Dame Stadium for the first time since 2005. Both teams are 4-0, and both Smarty Pants schools have taken down some impressive teams along the way. Cali boy Costello is one great QB, but he's just one man against the Notre Dame defense that ain't fond of giving up too many TD celebrations. It's going to be a close one, but Redwoods can't grow in Indiana, and the hometown advantage is all the fighting Irish will need. The Generals' victor, Notre Dame in a close one. West Virginia at Texas Tech. The Mountain Men are headed to the flatlands of West Texas. The Red Raiders took a little while to get into the rankings after their hiccup against the fighting fake fish in NRG Stadium, but they've sure made up for it since. On the other sideline, Will Greer has continued to impress, and so has the WVU defense. Double T will be the near's first real test, but the general thinks the fan base that loves that old John Denver song will be happily singing Country Roads at the expense of the late singer's alma mater. The General's Victor, West by God, Virginia. Ahead on General Gridiron, NC State and Virginia try to make college football great again in ACC country. And a top 10 clash in Happy Valley as the Yankee Nuts welcome back their head coach to the sideline. Keep it here. General Gridiron will be right back. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. Every year, thousands overpay for a used car. They're left feeling disappointed, ashamed, and alone. Traditional pricing books only add to the confusion, offering only guesstimates and ranges. Carfax has a better way. When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report. So you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com. I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to GEICO. I've never felt more alive. Disclaimer, GEICO cannot guarantee you will feel more alive. You either possess functioning respiratory and circulatory systems, or you do not, or you are a zombie. If you are indeed a brain-starved zombie and you would like to save money on car insurance, the GEICO legal team applauds your excellent life choices, even in your shambling afterlife. But we strongly encourage you to visit GEICO.com or download the GEICO app. Please stay a minimum of 500 feet away from our large and presumably delicious, delicious brains. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Howdy, soldiers. This is General Gridiron back with you. 
Each week, this fabulous football forecast is heard on some of the finest radio stations all over America, including in Walhalla, South Carolina, WGOG FM 101.7, the Golden Corners radio station, and the home of Walhalla Razorbacks High School Football. And Sports Radio 1310, KEZM AM 1310, in Lake Charles, Louisiana. We appreciate all of our radio affiliates. Now, let's get back into the football fight. Mississippi at LSU. The Billy Cannon Classic. The filet fish shimmy out a chicken on a stick land and venture to Tiger Stadium to face familiar face Coach O. The Bayou Bengals are riding high with their unblemished start while UM is still licking their wounds from a Bama beatdown. A.J. Brown has been setting the standard as far as NWO receivers, but Death Valley is home to a defense that gives up nothing, and the general himself might have a tough time breaking through that wall down on the Louisiana Saturday night. The general's victor, LSU. Oregon at California. Tough break in OT last week, quackers. Oregon will be coming out to recover from their loss to Stanford, and the Golden Bears are going to do their dangdest to stay perfect. Nike's Neon Boys will have a tough time stopping anything in Berkeley, but they have their own explosive offense. In fact, you might see a basketball score at the end of this Pac-12 North protest, but the Burley Beast didn't beat BYU on a fluke. The General's hometown victor, Cal. Virginia at NC State. The Cavaliers mount up and charge toward North Carolina's state capital Saturday. The Hoos clipped Louisville's wings last week, and the Pack put the hurt on Marshall on the banks of the Ohio. State silenced the thundering herd, but how will they do when the cavalry comes to town? Those wolves can attack, but their D don't quite match up to UVA, even at Carter-Finley. And the Pack will scatter under the Hoos' Hoos. The General's victor, Virginia. Tennessee at Georgia. The Big Orange's meat grinder has commenced. The Vols might need help finding Athens after the way Florida knocked them around last weekend. This SEC East fight won't be much of a nail-biter. The real question is, how much will the ankle-biters win by? If UT wants to impress anybody, they ought to shoot for fewer than six turnovers this time. Bulldogs love to chase coonhounds, and old Smokey will go home sad. The General's victor... Georgia without a doubt. Ohio State at Penn State. What a game for Urban Meyer to return to. A Big Ten clash of the number four Buckeyes and the number nine Nittany Lions. Coach James Franklin loves his scores to be in the 60s, but OSU might make that difficult for him. Penn State can rush just a tad better, but the Nutheads can outpass them. In a tight matchup, momentum will be key. PSU's already demolished rival Pitt, and they're rolling. And that's why the General's victor is Penn State. We've already looked at the weekend's biggest battles across the land. But hang on to your helmet. There's more around the corner. We'll be back in the jiffy to wrap up this week's General Gridiron with our Rapid Fire Picks. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. 
Ever wonder why Europeans seem to speak so many languages? Maybe it's because they use Babbel, the number one selling language learning app in Europe. Babbel's award-winning technology gets you speaking right away, whether you're learning Spanish, French, or German. And best of all, you'll remember what you've learned. I always thought I was bad at languages, but after using Babbel, I can tell you I was just taught the wrong way. Using Babbel's 10 to 15-minute lessons, you can be speaking confidently in your new language within weeks. I was amazed that I could start having real-life conversations right away. It was so fast. Now I'm speaking Spanish. Woohoo! <laughs> no wonder Babbel is the number one selling language learning app in Europe. Try it for yourself and see why Babbel is the quick way to get conversational in a new language, like Spanish, French, or more. You can try Babbel for free. Download the app or text SKILL to 484848. Text SKILL to 484848 to try Babbel for free. That's S-K-I-L-L to 484848. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. This is General Gridiron back with you. We've already maneuvered through this weekend's Frontline College Football Showdowns. Now, it's time to fix bayonets and storm the field with our rapid-fire football forecast. Alabama rages versus Louisiana Lafayette. Clemson gets revenge against Syracuse. Texas A&M spanks Arkansas at Jerry World. Utah downs Washington State. Oklahoma State gets back in the win column at Kansas. Oklahoma best Baylor. Chattanooga out East Tennessee's ETSU. Boise State goes wild at Wyoming. UCF spears Pittsburgh. Texas kills Kansas State. Arizona State sinks Oregon State. Vanderbilt out Nashville's Tennessee State. Michigan survives at Northwestern. UAB gets the W at Legion Field versus UNC Charlotte. Duke moves to 5-0 against Virginia Tech. UCA claws Sam Houston State. TCU embarrasses Iowa State. Kentucky, you betcha, against South Carolina. And Kevin Sumlin's Arizona Wildcats humiliate Southern Cal. Well, now, troops, you can put that sword back in its scabbard. We're all out of picks on this week's edition of General Gridiron. We'll be back again next week. Same General Gridiron time, same General Gridiron station. So don't forget to tune us in on the radio, Facebook, YouTube TV, and the Y'all Show, Dixie's hottest talk show. And don't forget to tell your friends all about the show. Simply search for General Gridiron. This is John Rawl, the General of Gridiron Glory, thanking you for letting me be a part of your football weekend. This episode was written by Murray Lee. General Gridiron is a production of CRM Sports. For more, log on to crmsports.com. That'll be all, y'all. All right, I'm taking notes here. We'll see how good General Gridiron does in week five of college football. Well, when we come back on the Y'all Show, we're going to turn from football to good food, as we'll have an encore of a portion of our interview from Tuesday where Mary Beth McClellan of the INSP Channel's State Plate Show was our very special guest. And she'll tell us a little bit about this awesome show that goes around the country 
and they've got five southern states picked out for the new season three and they feature great food and great places in the south and she's going to give us just a little sample a little bite-sized sample of state plate when we come back in the next segment don't go anywhere We're Southern, we know it, and there's no apologies coming your way. Welcome back to Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. We are the Southern Voice. I'm John Rawl, and we are in Oxford, Mississippi today, and we're glad that you could listen to our show both Thursday and today as we've been in Lafayette County in North Mississippi, lovely place. Maybe you could come stop by here. It's the literary capital of the South, William Faulkner, John Grisham and a whole host of other authors. Authors, And on Thursday, you heard a great interview we did with T- Danny Toma. Danny has the great book that's out right now called America First, Understanding the Trump Doctrine. And he actually helped co-host Thursday's Y'all Show. And here's what you need to do. If you missed that interview or you missed any of the Y'all Shows, this is our 75th edition today, you can go to iTunes, you can search for Y'all Show, and every single show is right there awaiting your free download. And you can listen to it at your leisure. You can get caught up. You can be the smartest man in the South or woman by listening to the Y'all Show on demand via the podcast. Now, if you don't have iTunes, other ways to get it, just so listen notes is a way to do it. You can go to our Twitter account, at Y'all Show, and every single day we do a show, we tweet out a link to listen to the show. So we're making it easy for you if you don't live in an area where you can hear our show over the air, over one of our great radio affiliates across the southeast. Well, we have it on demand, and it's free, and you don't miss a thing, and it's just it's just a great way to make your day go by. We're all about the South. We will talk on uh, national stories that are of relevance to you, our listeners, but we're not going to spend all day talking politics. We're not going to spend all day bashing politicians from either side. We've got more important things to do, like talk about college football or talk about what style of barbecue is best. We'll talk about elderberries on this program. They're not going to do that on Fox News Channel. They're not going to do that on MSNBC. They should. Perhaps their ratings would even be stronger. But here on the Y'all Show, we're all about y'all, and we're glad to do it. Well, again, if you go back to any of our past shows via the podcast form, you can hear great, great interviews. And we had a great interview on Tuesday of the Y'all Show as Mary Beth McClellan was our special guest. She is a producer of the TV show State Plate, hosted by former American Idol winner Taylor Hicks. And State Plate goes around the country, including in season three of the show. They go to five southern states and I think four other non-Southern states, and they go really cover everything food-wise in a state. And it's very informative, very mouth-watering. And she was our guest this week. Let's go in and hear a little bit of what she has to say about this new season. And you can maybe mark down a few of these places and ideas she's got for you to go check out yourself. 
What in the world is possum pie? <laughs> well, um, I'm I'm happy to say there is no possum. Oh man, pie. Yeah, it's it's not a meat dish, but they call it possum pie because there's something hidden inside, uh-huh. and so from the looks of the outside, you wouldn't know what's inside, and you have to you have to dig in to to see. Ah, and where did y'all go for that particular dessert selection? So we went to Old South Restaurant in Russellville, Arkansas. Oh, okay. In nor- Northwest old Arkansas. Historic diner. Yeah. Yeah. And um and that was great. They have they feature a possum pie there and they're known for it. It's well, it's really good. Well, really want to thank Mary Beth McClellan for being our guest earlier this week when she was on the Y'all show talking about the T V show State Plate on INSP. That's the former inspiration channel and they have a mixture of all kind of quality program conservative quality programming on INSP. And if you have DirecTV or Dish Network, I know it's available there and then in select markets, possibly on your cable system. But glad to have Mary Beth come by and give us a great sample of State Plate hosted by Taylor Hicks on Tuesdays, y'all. And you can go back in the podcast, as we said before, hearing from Mary Beth, hear that entire interview from Tuesday or any of our 75 shows. Good, good, good stuff. Well, this is the Y'all Show. When we come back in hour two, we're going to get it going with our Friday Free for Y'all. We've got a montage of awesome music, and we've got some Roseanne Cash tunage coming your way in that mixture of great music. And my little special helper will be joining me at the start of hour two. So you don't want to miss that. We'll have hashtag Hullabaloo in hour two. And as we get out of here for the week, we'll take a look at Major League Baseball We'll take a look at NFL, maybe some golf news and notes. And, of course, from Dixie with Love, we'll send us out of here and get you ready for the weekend. This is the Y'all Show Talk with a Southern Accent. Y'all show, second hour on a Friday, our Friday tradition. And this is David Lee Murphy with your host, John Rawl and Nolten Rawl. Enjoy party crap. She couldn't keep from crying when she told me goodbye. But I knew the Lord, it was breaking her heart that she was breaking mine. So for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride, I told her not to worry about me. I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights Misery looking for some company And tonight I'm looking for a party crowd Slamming back and laughing out loud Where the smoke's so thick the blues can't hang around With the jukebox jumping like it just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over Where the heck's my truck? So take my keys. 
knees and mock them up tight Let the good times flow And I worry about tomorrow when it comes to light The night's still young And I'm on the road tonight I'm looking for a party cry Slamming them back And laughing out loud where the smoke's so thick When blues can't hang around With the jukebox jumping like they just don't care If they're dancing over here Or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party Jumping like you just don't care. Are fighting over there, Knowlton Lee, along with David Lee, Knowlton Lee Raw, and David Lee Murphy helping us out here on a Friday. It's the Y'all Show Talk with a Southern accent, and we are in Oxford, no. Mississippi. This is Y'all Country in Oxford, Mississippi, and we got Mr. Knowlton, my son, joining me here for just a few seconds. Uh, how you doing, sir? Good. You like that song there, Party Crowd? Yes, sir. You know, he's been singing that to me. Every time we would get together or he'd talk to me on the phone, he would mention something about David Lee Murphy, Party Crowd, and, and you two. Or Dust on the Bottom. Dust, well, we're about to play that one. You want to hear it right now? Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Oh, sure. Well, here we go. Special request from Dalton, Dust on the Bottom. Trio Williams, they lived down the dirt road. They made homemade wine like nobody I know. Dropped by one Friday night and said, can you help me, Creole? I got a little girl waiting on me and I, I want to trade her right. He said, I got what you need, son, as we step down in the cellar. He reached through the cobweb as he turned on the light. I said, there might be a little dust on the bottom. But don't let it fool you about what's inside. A little dust on the bottom But it's one of those things That gets sweeter with time You were sitting in the porch swing As I pulled up the driveway My old heart was racing As you climbed inside You stood over there close at me Drove down to the lake road Watched the sun fade in that big red sky I reached under the front seat and said, now here's something special. It's just been waiting for a night like tonight. There might be a little dust on the bottom, but don't let it fool you about what's 
back what a great song from david lee murphy from the mid-90s dust on the bottle on fridays we have our montage of great music and we have david lee murphy songs times two with party crowd and dust on the bottle john raw back here with you with nolton raw my uh-huh. son riding shotgun how's it feel to ride shotgun <laughs> you know, not really not that kind of shotgun oh the other shotgun like in football Oh, yeah, well, there's a shotgun there. See, this boy knows too much about football. Yeah, there's a play where... Tell our audience who may not know enough about college football, what is a shotgun? It is where you call a... You can call it a shotgun when you want to go back, like, from the defense. Like, if they're... I don't know, like, they're too... Like, you just want to have more space, pretty much. Well, who's... Who? who, What position? The quarterback goes back. All right, coach. Thank you. This is my eight-year-old son who knows too much about football right now and, and not enough about arithmetic, but we're working on that. I think I, Didn't I see you get some scores in from your teacher this week in math? You got hundreds? Did I yeah. see that? All right. Well, I won't pick on you. I don't, I don't think yours truly got a hundred in math in my lifetime, so you're, you're doing better than me. You got to set the bar a little bit higher. I'm getting A's. Speaking of setting the bar higher, now in our montage of great music on the Y'all Show, we're actually going to hear from a female. And this female, just like Knowlton and myself... I'm not a female. Who he's, he's my child. Well, this next artist was the child of a very famous Southerner, John R. Cash, a.k.a. Johnny Cash. Well, I was about to ask you, who... You ever heard of Johnny Cash? I think so. Y- yeah, well, you need to stop watching football and start listening to some music. How about that? Okay. Johnny Cash awesome sang music. some really good songs. He's, he's not one of my favorite singers. Okay. But I respect Johnny Cash, and he had some really good songs. You ought to listen to his songs. Because I know your favorite. One Piece at a Time was probably my Johnny favorite Johnny Cash song. But, of course, he had some other really good ones like Walk the Line and such. Great movie out there called Walk the Line about his life and, and such. But, yeah, Johnny Cash, he had his great career, and we all know the name Johnny Cash. Well, let's not forget his daughter, Roseanne Cash. Roseanne Cash, I'm going to play... A, a classic song of hers. Okay. But I'm going to play, Roseanne's still making music. And here on the Y'all Show, we like to tell you, well, what's going on in the world of music? And yes, she's got a new album she's working on that I'll tell you about momentarily. And we'll play a little portion of the title track from her new album. It's the first CD from Roseanne Cash in five years. But I have something to say. One of my classmates' name is Cash. Oh, really? I bet as I bet the, the, whoever that classmate's parent probably is a fan of Johnny Cash or <laughs> Roseanne Cash. See, I, I'm, I'm playing her song. You know why, Nolt? Why? Because when I was about your age, I was probably a little older, but okay. only by a year or two. In 1981, she released a song called Seven Year Ache. 
And, and it was and continues to be one of my favorite, favorite songs in all of music. This song went to number one. Roseanne Cash made quite a splash when she got her music career going back some 30-something years ago. And this song still remains an awesome track. I'm going to play it for you right now because you're my son and she was Johnny Cash's daughter. And we're keeping that kind of spirit alive here on the Y'all Show. Enjoy this. And then when we hear from this song, this one ends, we're going to play you a little bit of her brand new single from her brand new album. Here's Roseanne Cash on the Y'all Show. You act like you were just born tonight, face down in a memory, but feel it all right. So who does your past belong to today, baby? You don't say nothing when you're feeling this. Taking you back to 1981 on the Y'all Show with Roseanne Cash and Seven Year Age. By the way, Roseanne is now 63 years old. She spent most of her adult That's years. Well, it's not that old. We don't want to call her old. She's just mature. Sorry. She's slightly mature. How does that sound? Yeah, she she lives mostly in the New York area. Of course, she was born in Memphis and has Ooh. had the hits back in the 80s in Nashville and in some of the 90s. She's been. You know, known for more than just country music. She's had success in other formats. And she's she's probably a little bit more on the liberal side of things. But she, she okay. doesn't get out there too far 
with two things, too many things, in my opinion. And again, I'm a fan of hers. I love her music, not just Seven Year Eight, but some of her songs that she put out on Columbia Records back in the 1980s. And we want to congratulate Roseanne. I didn't know that that, that this year in 2018 she is now Doctor Roseanne Cash. How wow. about that? And she got an honorary degree bestowed upon her earlier this year. And that is quite a feat for this singer, Roseanne Cash, who, of course, Johnny Cash's daughter and and continues to make great music for the world. And she's got she got that honorary degree, by the way, from Berklee College of Music, which is considered to be like the most prestigious school for learning how to sing. Maybe I should have gone. There. I've never heard of that. Berkeley, it's I think it's in like New York or Massachusetts. It's not in California. It's spelled B E R K L E E. But she got I wasn't thinking of Berkeley. an honorary doctorate degree earlier this year from the Berkeley College of Music in New England or New York, somewhere like that. I'm sorry. It's not in y'all country, so I don't have it totally down. It shouldn't be in New York. Uh, um, I don't know where it is. I know Berkeley is where one of the Dixie Chick members, Natalie Main, she had studied there before getting on the country music charts. Now, I, as promised, Roseanne's got a new album coming out November 2nd. It's called She Remembers Everything. And it will be, again, her first album in five years. And here's a little little sample of the title track now on The Y'all Show. Me, my treasured friend. And that's the title track of the new album, She Remembers Everything, coming out November 2nd from Roseanne Cash here on our Friday Free For Y'all, our montage of great music. And that song there features Sam Phillips alongside Roseanne Cash in this new album coming out in just a few months. So check it out. Roseanne Cash, good to have her back making music. I don't think this one's going to be a great success on the country music charts, but still good to see someone like Roseanne out there making music. And we thought we would share that here on the Y'all Show, both her classic song from 81, Seven Year Ache, and now she remembers everything, a little portion for you here. And, of course, she's the daughter of Johnny Cash, and I've got my son here, Knowlton, with me. And isn't it great for parents to get along with their kids, Knowlton? Yep. That's always a good thing. Roseanne has done her best musically, and, and, of course, she was married to Rodney Crowell, a great singer, a songwriter who's still active in Nashville. And guess what, Knowlton? got They got divorced. 20 years ago or something like that and they had some great music together some they had some uh, duets that were quite successful in country music but that's that just sounds pretty good yeah yeah and i like both of them rodney crowell roseanne cash i think that i know they have children i think they actually get along pretty well even though they don't live in the same area they they stay in touch they got kids they probably got grandkids i guess Ooh. I, I don't know enough about roseanne's personal life but hey again roseanne cash with a new album coming out November 2nd. She remembers everything. Hopefully you all enjoyed that here on our Friday Free For Y'all uh-huh. here on the Y'all Show. Well, Knowlton, we're going to say goodbye to you. We're going to get into our hashtag Huddle Blue Huddle. Up Mix. But uh, I know you've probably got some homework you need to get to. But I appreciate it as we broadcast from Oxford this week. I had to track down this Oxford resident. Um, I never have homework on Friday. Well, 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 well. Self-imposed. I need you to know more about the South. Okay. I want you to be the world's greatest expert on Dixie. 
the, the south, okay? Away. Away. Away down south in Dixie. Away. I guess I'm kicked out now. Yep, yep, you are. Knowlton Roll, everybody. Well, we, when we come back, we will get a hashtag hubaloo. And before we get out of here, we'll take a quick peek of what's coming up sports-wise this weekend. It's the final weekend of Major League Baseball's regular season. We'll tell you what games, if any, are that important, as a lot of teams have already clinched and a lot of teams know their season's already over with come Sunday. We'll tell you about that and what else is going on sports-wise that you need to know about getting ready for NFL action on Sunday and more. This is the Y'all Show. Hang on. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. Every year, thousands overpay for a used car. They're left feeling disappointed, ashamed, and alone. Traditional pricing books only add to the confusion, offering only guesstimates and ranges. Carfax has a better way. When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report. So you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com. Oh, yeah, the official unofficial, or could we say the official unofficial or official unofficial, however you want to say it, that's our official unofficial fight song, our song that just gets us all smiling from ear to ear, as hashtag hullabaloo is upon us here on this Friday edition of the Y'all Show on our 75th edition, the Diamond Anniversary of the show that's all about the South. Hey, I'm your co-host. Today, y'all, I'm John Rawl, and I say co-host because we had my little helper, Mr. Knowlton, in the previous segment singing along, but I've got him off doing homework now, so let's, let's, let's do this without him. I think it'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> glad to have you here. We're glad you're part of it. You can be our co-host. You can jump in here and ride shotgun, as we talked about with him a few minutes ago here on the program All About the South. As we broadcast from Oxford, Mississippi, we're at the Hampton Inn Oxford Conference Center at 103 Ed Perry Boulevard in Oxford, Mississippi, USA. Call 662-234-5565 and set up your next stay to the Oxford Conference Center's Hampton Inn. And it's very convenient, a lot of good stuff right here on this side of town. But, of course, Oxford's not that big of a town, so within a couple of minutes' drive, you can be anywhere in this town. And they even have a courtesy shuttle that will take you to various parts of this historic town, including the town square. So you can go have a good time on the town square and get that courtesy shuttle ride back to the hotel at the Hampton Inn Oxford Conference Center, 662-234-5565. This is a Charter Road hospitality property, and we love those guys and sincerely appreciate their support of the Y'all Show. Well, as we get into our hashtag hullabaloo, as we conclude today's Y'all Show on a Friday, well, the big story going on, of course, toward the end of the week 
was Brett Kavanaugh and the hearings in the U.S. Capitol with the Senate Judiciary Committee. And I've got a friend of mine on Twitter, Chris, who put out there something that made me chuckle. And I'm sure you may have seen similar pros coming from people all over the place. But Chris, who's kind of a, a, he's a wise guy. Let's just be honest. Chris Dunlap, the wise guy, or as I call him, Cadet Sergeant Chris Dunlap, he wrote on Twitter this week, One time in high school, I arrived after the tardy bell. Just want to get ahead of this in case I'm ever up for a good post. And he put hashtag confirm Kavanaugh now. Yeah, it was amazing. Not only did I see Dunlap have this, but after Kavanaugh's hearing yesterday, I saw people saying they were going to burn their yearbooks and such. I mean, remember Kavanaugh was accused of doing stuff in the early 80s, and that was well before Facebook and computers even, really, back when Tandy was about the only computer you could get if you were a youngster. And I had one. And I love my Tandy computer. And I even remember I I was really cool. I had a way to save stuff off my computer for a time being. And that was what I guess now would be considered an external drive. But at the time, it was a cassette tape. You actually saved information on some kind of cassette tape recorder device. It didn't work very well. And that's why you can't go buy a brand new Tandy computer now. But back in the 80s, Radio Shack sold a lot of them, and and that kind of helped get things going. But yeah, Chris, appreciate your sentiment and you staying up on top of what's going on with the Kavanaugh hearings this week on Capitol Hill. Now, there was another celebrity-type hearing, sentencing is actually the better word that went on this week, that may get forgotten about now that Kavanaugh was such a major ordeal at the end of the week. Don't forget this week we saw Bill Cosby get sentenced to several years in prison. Not sure the exact amount yet. But I found someone on social media put a gif out there of Bill Cosby holding up a Jell-O pudding pop from back when he used to be a spokesperson for Jell-O pudding pops. Remember that if you're old enough? When he was Mr. Dad, he was the All-American Dad when he had his Cosby show, of which I can proudly raise my hand and say I've never seen one episode not even two minutes maybe not even a minute of that show when it aired on nbc i've never seen it i never saw seinfeld don't have a desire to see seinfeld which was a big hit in the 90s where Cosby was big in the mid mid to late 80s i think and and i'm sure some of you may they this john raw guy what kind of rock was he under i i just i didn't see it i didn't and what I what what little I may have seen wasn't enough to have me tuning in to see it on a regular basis. But when he was all over the place with the Cosby Show, Bill Cosby, we're talking about, he was Mr. Jello Pudding spokesperson. Everybody wanted to be Bill Cosby or be be with him. Well, this GIF has a picture of him holding up one of them Jello Pudding pops from 30 years ago, but it's got message that I don't think is Jell-O Pudding Pop approved. It says on top of his picture, I guess the jury like pudding because they pudding my ass in jail. (laughs) Okay, sorry for the bad words, kiddos, but yeah, Bill Cosby, he's in jail, Mr. Pudding Pop himself. I wonder if you get pudding pops in a jail. I, I, I know they probably get, surely they get 
pudding, maybe not a pudding pop, but pudding seems like something easy that surely would be accepted in a, in a prison. I don't know. Bill Cosby, if you're listening, let us know here on the Y'all Show. Hey, let's talk about Tiger Woods. He had a big win at the PGA Tour Championship at Eastlake Golf Club last week as golf winded down the 2017-18 season officially ended last week. Now they're at an international tournament this week, and then the new season starts in October, of which most major golfers don't really start participating until well into 2019 begins. Well, I saw another GIF on social media. I apologize. These GIFs are the gifts that keep on giving. And, and this GIF, which you may have seen modified perhaps since this happened, but this original one caught my eye. It says, even Tiger Woods is winning again under Trump. <laughs> and I got a good laugh. Now, I should have found the updated one. It said something to the effect of even Tiger Woods and the Cleveland Browns are winning again under Trump. And sure enough, Cleveland won last week. They were able to knock off the New York Jets. And they hadn't won in two years. So they had not won a game since Donald Trump had been elected president or sworn in as president. And the, the Brownies got a win. So the Browns and Woods are winners all because of President Donald Trump. Evidently, that's what this GIF says. So I, I thought I'd share that with you here on the Y'all Show. Some good good humor there. Now another GIF. Now this one came from my, my lovely uncle. We told you about him earlier this week. Uncle Bubba. And, and I'm finding some really good stuff that he's putting out there on social media. So thank you, Uncle James K. But his GIF he put out was an image that says, big red warning sign. It looks like a warning label, but it's, it's really a notice, a warning notice. It says, warning in big red letters. And below it, it says, you are entering a redneck area. You may encounter American flags, armed citizens, the Lord's Prayer, and country music. Well, sign me up, because I want to go to that area, the redneck area. If, if that's where you can find American flags, of which I consider there are many types of American flags, our different 50-state flags, I would say, of course, any of our flags through their history. I love the 13-star Betsy Ross flag is my one of my favorites. I love the 48-star flag. I really I like those better than I like the current 50-state star flag uh, something about adding hawaii and alaska just our flag doesn't look as good as it did when it had 48 on there but i guess we we should keep alaska and hawaii i'm, I'm for trading a couple of other states though vermont needs to go we need to give them to canada or they can become their own country maybe california if we could get a rid of vermont and california we'd have that 48 star flag again and, and i'm all for that all of our southern states have to stick together, though. None of us can leave. You cannot leave. So this sign says you're entering a redneck area with all those things, flags, Lord's Prayer, country music. Travel at your own risk. Well, that I, I want to go there. Sign me up. Thank you, Uncle Bubba, for that. I, I got another friend of mine that I grew up with, and he, he's kind of been a little bit on the redneck level in his life. So this sign is very appropriate for him. But Chad was, he had a funny this week. 
And I, I just thought it would be a good thing to share with all y'all here on the Y'all Show and our hashtag Hullabaloo. He put on Facebook, quote, as soon as we hit those 70s for a high here in the forecast, I'm going to break out my Alan Jackson, George Strait, and Alabama Christmas CDs. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, I guess when, when we have a high in the 70s, and that means the lows getting down in maybe the 50s in some of our southern states, yeah, I would dust off that Alan Jackson Christmas CD and George Strait, who had that great Christmas song, uh, Merry Christmas from Texas, y'all is the name of that one. And of course, with Alabama, Christmas and Dixie. And and believe it or not, it was it was yesterday. I was at a store here in Oxford, and someone came in there buying Christmas gifts. And I said, you got to be kidding me. It's not even October. She said, actually, I start Christmas shopping in April, and I'm done by Thanksgiving. I mean, she must have a zillion gifts or a zillion family members to go on an eight-month-long shopping spree of Christmas buying. I told her, I, I, I'm glad you're happy, but I have it pretty easy myself. I can do my Christmas shopping if if need be in Honestly, a lot of times I don't really have to shop. But when I do, I can knock it out in about 10 minutes. Thanks to Amazon or whatever websites you can order stuff and have it shipped to you. And that, right now, the only gifts I need to buy really are for for my son. And and I'm happy to do that. But I don't need to go shop nine months out of the year Christmas presents. But some of you probably do. And, and that's great if that, that is the kind of thing you can get by and enjoy and have the money. That's the real problem. It ain't cheap to be behind Christmas presents, especially if it's out of season, if you're doing it before Black Friday. What are we, two months, less than two months now away from Black Friday, which means we're less than three months away from Christmas. So maybe I'm the dinosaur in the room and I should catch a clue and be proud of this lady out doing her shopping in September for December 25th. Good job. And by the way, Chad and lady that I met yesterday, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all y'all here on the show. Well, another guy that I know on Facebook, he put something that I thought was kind of goofy but funny. I We just talked about here on the show, I, I never watched Cosby. I didn't watch Seinfeld. And I really didn't watch this show that was in syndication when I was growing up, but perhaps some of you are big fans of this program, and and I respect it. It's a, a classic show from the 1960s, Star Trek. We got any Trekkies out there? Well, my friend Jay found evidently, a, a, if you're a Trekkie, you know where this is from or what was going on. It's a picture of of the three main characters, Captain Kirk and Spock and I don't know the other guy, that are, were all in Star Trek, and they're kind of leaning over as if something's hit them. Maybe they had some kind of spell cast on them. It's not the most flattering photo from the TV show Star Trek. But the funny thing is, these guys, it's got Captain Kirk leaned over like gag, like he's gagging, and, and Spock looks out of it. And, and this image has a, a, a text above it that says, when the Taco Bell hits. <laughs> That's not good for Taco Bell. But, hey, it, it's funny. 
And yeah, maybe you do have that kind of reaction when Taco Bell goes down. You, you're out of it like Captain Kirk and Spock. How about Captain Kirk? Uh, what what a awesome awesome career that William Shatner has had, and he's been doing it for so long. And and it's hard to believe this guy is from Montreal, Quebec. That's his hometown. He's a Canadian, and he. Went to college in Montreal, but he's he's just got to be one of the coolest people we've ever had in showbiz, and he's been going at it for 60 years, 70 years, and and a friend of mine actually is working on a story right now about him, how when he came to Nashville many years ago, she gave him a ride in her car, it was a summer day, it was hot, and she had left a banana in her car, and William Shatner had to ride in it for just a short piece but he couldn't get a taxi it was in a part of nashville that was hard to i guess get a taxi at that time and she offered to take him to maybe back to the hotel or something didn't realize she had an old banana somewhere buried in her car and she said it was awful and they got in there it was it was just she was surprised he even went along but i guess he was at a place where he didn't have much of a choice. So she, she drops William Shatner off at his appointment or back at his hotel. And she says, you know, she thought that was the end of it. About two weeks later, she gets a package in the mail from William Shatner, thanking her for taking her to wherever he needed to go. <laughs> but the 87-year-old He's 87 now. I don't know how old he was when this happened. The 87-year-old Canadian actor enclosed a used, beat-up, old, real banana peel in the package that was sent to her as a thank you, kind of a a way to get back at her. In jest, of course. But I thought that was pretty cool. And I've heard of him doing similar things, maybe not quite to that extreme in his career, but she's writing some kind of feature article or maybe she's turning it into a book. Who knows? Jennifer Anderson's her name. And as we said, she was kind enough to share that story with me 20 years ago. So this, this is a story that goes way back to, gosh, back in the early 90s, perhaps late 80s when that happened. William Shatner started his acting career back in 1951 and was on a series of shows in Hollywood and in his native Canada as well. Uh, if you want to see an amazing movie that William Shatner starred in, it actually has him living as a Southerner. And it was shot in the boot hill of Missouri. And I, I've seen it one other time. And it was an amazing movie that that if you get a chance, it's it's pretty weird to see him as a bad guy. He's a bad guy in this movie that was shot on location. And it's a 1962 movie called The Intruder. A man in a gleaming white suit comes to a small southern town on the eve of integration. He calls himself a social reformer, but what he does is stir up trouble. Trouble he soon finds he can't control. And again, it was in the south. And at this time in Missouri... This part of Missouri, very, very southern. Cotton was a big part and still is 
of that part of Missouri and William Shatner was on location in the early 60s with The Intruder. Put that one on your list to watch over the weekend if you uh, want to have something good to, to learn and, and go back in time with. Elise Ribbons, she's on Twitter, and we got a tweet from her. And she's the CEO and founder of Geelai Giving. And she has a connection to China. She has an MFA, and she calls herself a Carolina girl. Her Twitter handle is iHeartBeijing. All right. Well, Carolina girl, I'm glad you like Beijing. That is not a town in the Carolinas. Of course, that would be in China. But she has a simple message that she put out on Twitter. Simple but tasty southern meal. Purple whole peas with cheddar, pickled okra, and gluten-free cornbread. Hashtag yum. And I needed to look this up because I've heard of it, but I don't really know what a purple whole pea is. What makes a pea a purple whole pea? And... It is a variation of a black-eyed pea, and it is usually green with a prominent purple or pink spot. So, Elise, thank you. I don't know if you learned that in Beijing or in Batesburg, South Carolina, or Blenheim, South Carolina, home of the Blenheim Ginger Ale, or you, you could be a North Carolinian. You could have learned this in Burlington or Beijing. But thank you for telling us about purple whole peas. And I love a good pea. I'm sure you do too. Whatever the case may be, some good green beans, snap, snap, what is it? Snap, snapping beans, half runners, KYs. Those are all delicious. More in the summertime, but if you can get a good bean or pea this time of year as we get into more of the heart of fall, ooh, good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. Well, this is the Y'all Show. We've got one more segment coming up on this Friday edition. Hang on. We've got you an update on the professional sports world. We've got a look at the brand new movies coming out this weekend. And from Dixie with love, we'll close it all out. That's ahead on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent with your host, John Rawls. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text to drive. Ever wonder why Europeans seem to speak so many languages? Maybe it's because they use Babbel, the number one selling language learning app in Europe. Babbel's award-winning technology gets you speaking right away, whether you're learning Spanish, French, or German. And best of all, you'll remember what you've learned. I always thought I was bad at languages, but after using Babbel, I can tell you I was just taught the wrong way. Using Babbel's 10 to 15-minute lessons, you can be speaking confidently in your new language within weeks. I was amazed that I could start having real-life conversations right away. Way. It was so fast, and now I'm speaking Spanish. Woohoo! <laughs> no wonder Babbel is the number one selling language learning app in Europe. Try it for yourself and see why Babbel is the quick way to get conversational in a new language, like Spanish, French, or more. You can try Babbel for free. Download the app or text SKILL to 484848. Text SKILL to 484848 to try Babbel for free. That's S-K-I-L-L to 484848. I feel I am getting kind of low Thoughts I am thinking are the reason So I try to remember without talking to myself Things that I've said or maybe things that I felt about you 
Sitting in a corner of a crowded barroom People all around me and I stay And we're back with the final segment of this Friday, y'all. The final segment of the last show of the week. And we are in Oxford. Thank you to all our friends here who helped us get by these last two days. Man, it was a tough assignment coming here to North Mississippi. Just, just kidding. Good time, good food, good, good friendship here in Oxford. Well, there are eight, count them up, eight new movies hitting the box office this weekend. Some funny and some you just got to, you got to go see. The funny one I know is sure to please. It's from director Malcolm D. Lee night school with tiffany hadash and kevin hart and more and that sounds like a great idea a group of troublemakers are forced to attend night school and hope that they'll pass the ged exam to finish high school you can just imagine what this movie is all about smallfoot is out it's an adventure comedy starring channing tatum good southerner there from mississippi is where channing tatum he we're in his home state and zendaya is in there as well Hellfest is a horror movie out this weekend here's one you got to see robert redford and i think this is his final movie the old man and the gun it also stars sissy spacek and danny glover and casey affleck all in this great movie the old man and the gun little women a drama family is out starring leah thompson and melanie stone you have bad reputation also out this weekend it's a documentary about rock star Joan Jett. Monsters and Men is a drama starring Nicole Bahari, and it's directed by Ronaldo Marcus Green about a police killing of a black man. And the final movie out brand new this weekend is a comedy called All About Nina, and it stars Cameron Manheim and Mary Elizabeth Winstead, All About Nina. That's eight movies debuting this weekend at the box office. Now, Ending this weekend is Major League Baseball's regular season. We know what the six playoff teams from the AL are. The Red Sox, the Yankees, the Indians, the Astros, and the Athletics. It's five teams, I should say, from the AL and five teams from the NL make it to postseason. Three division winners, and then you got two wild card teams. The wild card teams from the American League are going to be the Yankees and the Athletics, and they'll play a game early next week. And then they'll move on to play the uh, division winners. Now, National League still has some baseball to be played here in these final two to three days. The Braves won the East. We told you about that earlier this week. But there's still, even in this final weekend, question marks left. In the National League Central, the Cubs and Brewers have clinched their berth into the playoffs. But we still don't have a National League Central winner. It's going to be a fun weekend. And so we've got the Cubs, Brewers going, and the Braves. But there still needs to be two more teams picked from the National League. Now, here are the three teams that could be, or that are in consideration for only two spots. So you got the Dodgers and the Cardinals are fighting for that last wild card berth. They're not guaranteed, at least St. Louis, to get into the postseason right now. The Rockies also could punch their ticket to a division title or they could lose and not even make the playoffs or or I should say the wild card at least what's going on this weekend that you need to be aware of the Cardinals are at the Chicago Cubs and you've got 
that other big key matchup is the Los Angeles Dodgers. They're going to be going to San Francisco in this final weekend of baseball. So it may come down to Sunday. We won't know until Sunday who the the teams are going to be and the division winners in the National League. But what, what that's what makes it fun here as we close out the year. NFL action from last night. The Rams knocked off the Minnesota Vikings in L.A. 38-31. And Jared Goff threw for 465 yards in the Rams' win on Thursday night. Now, Sunday's action of Southern teams, the Falcons host the Cincinnati Bengals. The Dallas Cowboys have Detroit coming into town. The Tennessee Titans host the defending Super Bowl champ Philadelphia Eagles. The Texans are at Indy. The Miami Dolphins travel to New England. The Jacksonville Jaguars host the New York Football Jets. And the New Orleans Saints are at the New York Giants. And Baltimore plays at Pittsburgh. The Monday night matchup features the Chiefs at the Denver Broncos. The two teams from the South that aren't playing this weekend are the Washington Redskins and the Carolina Panthers. That's NFL news and notes. Finally, as we close out our show today, the Ryder Cup going on in France right now. And some of the players on the U.S. team include Tiger Woods, Patrick Reed. you got Tony Finau, Brooks Kepka all playing for the U.S. team. Justin, Dustin Johnson and Ricky Fowler also on the team. Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas as well. So a lot of our A-list golfers all in this year's Ryder Cup, and that'll be going on throughout the weekend in Paris, France. So check it out if you want to see some good golf. And this will be the last time you'll see most of these A-listers on a golf course until 2019. Well, thank you for listening to our show from Oxford this week. We've had a great time these last two days in Lafayette County. And again, thank you to the Hampton Inn. Thank you to Pizza Den in Oxford for being our host on the Thursday, y'all. And I want to thank Danny Thomas for coming on Thursday's show and Mr. Knowlton for being our special guest for a brief portion of today's show. We'll be back in the saddle in our regular position on Monday. So thank you for all that you do by tuning us in and sharing our great show about the South. We'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. This has been Y'all Talk with the Southern Accent with your host, John Rawl, from Dixie with Love. A good old Miss song is getting us out of here from Oxford, Mississippi.